Hello and welcome to the Holly Philippa podcast. Holly is a master trainer, fitness model, and online coach who likes to think outside the box when it comes to health, fitness, wellness, and spirituality. Taking a holistic view to health and fitness, Holly talks about topics that aren't just the usual within the fitness industry and delves deep into the body, mind, and soul interviewing incredible guests, sharing her journey, and the knowledge she's learned along the way with you. Welcome to the show. What is going on, guys? And welcome back to my show. Now, on today's episode, I'm super excited to share it with you guys. I've got my good friend and WBFF Pro Super Abs on the show. Now, Super Abs is a mum a nutritionist and an award-winning online coach and of course a WBFF pro. So in today's episode we talk about what it takes to become a WBFF pro, we talk about nutrition and we delve a little bit deeper into the whole world of fitness, health, female fitness, competing and there's lots of random topics on there for you guys to listen to today. So I hope you all enjoy the episode and I will catch y'all on the other side. I've been drinking the collagen protein actually recently. From my protein? Yeah, yeah. What's it like? It's it's decent actually. It blends really well, but I always put fruit with it anyway, like like post-workout. Okay. I do, because I had hair extensions for years. I had them all taken out. Yeah, I know the feeling, girl. Thin. And I was just like, I mean, this is, I mean, it doesn't look thin now because it's just messy because I've just been to the gym, but the collagen, oh my God, it makes your hair grow so much quicker and thicker. So it's, Ooh, I feel like I need to try this. Definitely. So have you been training this morning or this afternoon, should I say? Yeah, yeah. What time is it? Oh yeah. Yeah, this afternoon. What did you train? Bit of legs, the usual. Always legs, bit of glutes in there, babes, or just legs? Yeah, always, always. Okay. And I saw yesterday you went to yoga. Yeah, I, well, I was just, I've been getting quite into my yoga recently. It's not some, I mean, I've kind of dabbled with it a little bit in the past, but it's one of those things that I just find, so when my training hits a bit of a plateau, rather than, because I don't do a lot of carb, like cardio, obviously, uh-huh. if I throw in a bit of yoga, it kind of gives me a bit of variation to my training, and also, like, there's just, it makes me stretch. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I love the whole mindful side of it, and it's probably like the one hour a day that I actually just don't think about everything I should be doing at that point in time, and I'm not. So are you but doing it every day at the moment? I have just joined this a really cute little yoga studio. It's about 10 minutes from my house, and it's super, like, hippie, and everything's, like, organic and vegan. Oh, that is the dream. Really, I mean, honestly, it's like pure therapy. Go in there, you just walk in the door and you just feel chill. It's that energy, isn't it? Like, it's all yeah. about energy. I saw it on your story yesterday, actually, and it was raining and you had your hood up and you were going to yeah. yoga, and I was like, I love it. Yeah. Oh, God, I almost died, though. Like, I was so cold all day because it's just like, what is going on with the weather at the minute? It's gone from, like, boiling hot to, like, freezing cold. I thought, I'm going to do a hot yoga class oh. Up for it. I quite like it, you know, it's cosy. Well, when yeah. you're inside, you but feel all cosy. They did the relaxation bit at the beginning, and I was laying there and I was like, oh, this is so nice. It's like reminding me, you know, when you've been for a walk outside, it's yeah, cold. yeah, yeah. You just feel like you want to fall asleep. Yeah. So that's the, like the grounding yeah, part of it, like, isn't it? <laughs> so that's like the grounding part of it, like personally with yoga. For me, like you said, it's about stretching, but it's also like the mind 
and what it can do for the mind. Like you're super busy all the time like me and it kind of switches off your mindset. Well, I think it's like when you're self-employed as well, like when we do what we do, it's unsociable hours. It's like, you know, you never really switch off. You could end up doing set of Skype calls to clients at like 10 o'clock at night and then you're doing it again at five o'clock in the morning some yeah. days. I mean, not often, like, but... <laughs> yeah, you know, I get it, I get it. Yeah. And you've probably got and clients just, all over the world as well, right? Yeah. And obviously people, you know, people are like, oh, it's so lucky you just kind of get to, like, pick your own schedule, which obviously is lovely because I've got a daughter as well, so that helps with the school run. How old is she, Abby? She's 11 now, oh. so she's, oh, she's getting big. <gasps> she's like my best friend. Oh, that is so cute. Oh, I see it all the time, you know, on your Instagram and stuff as well, and I just think, like... It's it's just cute. You are best friends, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get her in the gym. <laughs> you, well, you can start when you're 16, right? You know, you can start when you're 11 now. No you're way. Not to, you're not allowed to lift weights, but in some gyms, like there's a little leisure centre near us, and you can get a membership at 11, and it just lets you like use the cardio machines and the pool and that, and that kind of stuff. And I uh-huh. thought she seems like really keen to start doing that. And I just thought oh, it's just like nice to kind of like build healthy habits because I'm very obviously conscious about being a pushy parent and things like that. Yeah, but, but I think um, if you've got the best interests at heart, I mean, I'm not a parent yet, so I have no clue. But I think, you know, you are like an inspiration to a lot of people. And if you're a little girl, you'll be an inspiration to her as well and kind of yeah. helping or guiding her on that journey towards health and fitness. Yeah, it's incredible. Kind of it's like a gift. My like sort of belief in life, like I want to be for her what I what I would have wanted. You know, like I didn't get there into fitness really till I was God. You know, in my thirties, really like early thirties. I mean, I always kind of I always had a gym membership. I was one of these people that kind of I did go like three times a week. Ah, so how old are you? I thought you were like thirty. Like I'm thirty-seven. Oh my gosh, you look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that healthy life girl that collagen drink is doing bits <laughs> that's insane oh my gosh you look fantastic oh thanks babe so you started yeah, getting into like, it when you were 30 yeah so I, I mean I was one of these people I always had like a gym membership and I would go and I would do like things like body pump classes and you know and, and just sort of like cardio and things like that and it wasn't really till after I had Bella and I kind of like got a little bit more in like sort of conscious of my health and thinking, right, well, you know, I've got to work a little bit harder now that I kind of took it seriously. And then once, you know, once I properly got into it and like learned about nutrition and training properly, I just thought, oh my God, I wish if I'd have started this like in my 20s. <laughs> we all think the same though, don't we? But I think everything always happens at the right time. Yeah. Um... So we just kind of have to trust the process, as they say. Oh, oh 100%. I mean, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't think I would have had the discipline in my younger years that I do now. Because you're a WBFF of... pro, right? Tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Well, um, I guess I got my pro card a few years ago now. It was, I, I kind of, I did it all very quickly. Like, I, I was quite... I'm one of these people where, like, I'll get infatuated with something. So, like, I started weight training and I was like, I love this. What's next? Right, I want to compete. Right, I want to do this. And so, like, I think I'd been training uh, six months and I decided to do my first show. Incredible. Love that. Quite early. Um, But it was a a little show at Body Power and... um, and I dieted down, and I didn't have an awful lot of muscle mass, obviously, but 
it kind of, you know, it gave me a little bit of a taste for it. And I think I came third or something. But it was just... That's pretty good for your first show, right? And I, um, you know, when I spoke to a couple of brands, like the, the benefit of it being a body power was I was surrounded by all these other big fitness companies. And I got approached by a couple, just said, you know, you've got a good look, we'd like to work with you. And all of a sudden, I was kind of thrust into the fitness industry, not really kind of knowing anything about it other than I like to go to the gym and I've just done this ridiculous diet to strip all this body fat off me. I've been prancing around the stage in a bikini and now it's like, now people kind of think I know what I'm talking about. And at that point, I really didn't. And it was then that I thought, right, I've got to, you know, do a bit of research here and sort of back myself up. And I, you know, went back to college and I did all my qualifications and I studied nutrition. Because yeah, you're a nutritionist now as well, I'd yeah, be right. Yeah, I mean, so that is my passion. Even like outside of fitness, it's like I call myself a little bit of a witch doctor. Ooh, so I like, love I, this. You know, I love it when, you know, my clients... I love the hard clients. Do you know what I mean? I love the ones that have got problems and health issues and, you know, almost the worst, the better. Yeah. Because it forces you to learn. And I just, you know, I love it when I get someone and I, and I you know, I'll go mad. I'll just be up all night reading books on, you know, various sort of herbal remedies and, you know, how different foods and different, you know, natural cures can, can do things to the body. And, you know, I'm very into my kind of health and wellness Uh and this is you know this is really my passion and you know because I think a lot of you know the way we treat disease and and illness in this country especially on the NHS not you know just in the NHS at all yeah no I get it it's it's kind of in my opinion it's designed to kind of mask symptoms rather than kind of you know get people healthy and you know where they are treating the masses it's very hard to kind of sort of collectively say this is what everyone should do to be healthy whereas you know it it, you know doing what we do I Uh guess you are dealing with the individuals so you can like really sort of assess things and 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 break things down and and treat the causes of you know digestive issues or food allergies or like skin problems and you know metabolism issues and it's it I'm finding it just so interesting like I genuinely like love it when I learn something new about you know a condition that can be cured through nutrition so was there a specific point throughout your fitness career that you were like right I want to go into nutrition I want to learn more about kind of the herbal side the the kind of eastern medicine side isn't it really yeah yeah well it was it was quite soon after I did so I did my first show um and then I thought right I'm gonna do another one that's when I, I first moved to the WBFF I thought right you know I, I enjoyed that I want to do this can I just say abs you have abs hashtag super abs 12 <laughs> months a year like you so you're doing something right because a lot of girls rebound after shows yeah. and I think how you look at fitness and health and the whole concept of it you can maintain that physique all year round well that I mean I haven't always been been like this obviously before you know it's it's a case of learning more and, and kind of understanding more the first few shows I did the first couple of shows in fact you know I dieted down and then I was you know the cravings during the diet were just ridiculous I would actually have lists of all the foods that I wanted to eat, like, once I'd done this show. Do you have any tips for people that may want to compete in the future in regards to, like, cravings, how to help or support cravings, or what would you recommend? Well, 
really i mean your body is craving it craves the bad things when you're really in a calorie deficit and it's it's our natural instincts of kind of sort of saying oh hang on a second you know we haven't got these calories to burn mate what are you doing and they make you crave you know the fish and chips and the pizza and the marcella and it's you like, love pizza too right i love oh, pizza, pizza <laughs> so it's kind of i mean i i've learned so much about you know, dieting for shows and trying to just do it because realistically, you know, you're supposed to look your best on stage, but it's not healthy, especially as a woman to, to be that low body fat. It really isn't. And so it, you know, you are kind of fighting your genetics every step of the way to get that low for stage. So the last few shows I've done, I've really tried to keep my calories as high as possible um, and really rather than stress my body out by like going super crazy with the with the diet, I've just kind of like really worked on keeping my cortisol levels low and mm-hmm. I found that kind of taking the stress out of prep, actually my body's a lot more relaxed in what I'm doing. So I find it's almost easier to trick it into kind of losing the fat rather uh-huh. than Dock it into losing the fat. So, have you got another show coming up? Um, I haven't committed to any this year. Oh, as no. yet. <laughs> but, um, but I am working with a new coach. I've never had a coach, a proper coach before. Oh, this I've, is a good point as well. Like, I think you know because we are coaches in the industry. Yeah. Sometimes you know, in the past, I may have thought I know it all or I know my body well and I don't need a coach but every time I've invested in a coach it's someone to have accountability to it's someone to kind of look outside of what you're doing and it helps a little bit with guilt you know if you 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 don't want a rest day or you feed and you think oh my god I can't have it just having that accountability and kind of bouncing off your coach as well I think it's important I mean I don't know what you think how you found it so far that was my theory I mean I've always for the last few shows I have done my own prep and I've coached myself and I like to think that well I know my body better than anyone else sort of thing Mm -hmm. but then there is always that you know it's really hard to kind of keep track on your own progress for something like that because you're looking at yourself every day and you know it's not like you look in the mirror and you're like look at everything that's good you're like you're looking for like oh where am I holding that yes 100% and we'll never be happy like regardless of if to all the females out there if you're prepping for a show or you want to get bikini ready or you just want to look you know your best for an event like we always want more so in a way it's kind of being grateful for what we've got and then working to be the best that we can be right definitely definitely i mean it's you know we're genetically like designed to look for our flaws you know when you Mm -hmm. look at your you know, people are like, oh, you're so vain. You're always posing in the mirror. And you'd be like, yeah, but yeah, when I'm looking in the mirror, it's not because I'm thinking, whoa, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's it's our job as well in a way. Like, um, I think it's important, one, for accountability for yourself. And, you know, two, to inspire others out there. And a lot of females will look up to you and you show them what is possible. And, you know, the fact that you're a mom, you do all these shows, like you have your own business, you can, you, you, you're studying, you're learning, you know, yeah. I think that's incredible. And a lot of women will look up to that and guys as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's not easy, but someone's got to be super. <laughs> super abs. You need like a theme tune. From being like before fitness, I think it was a bit of a comic book geek, really. And then all oh, of a sudden, 
then I did, I, you know, when I first got into doing the shows and I would rebound and I would get a little bit chubby sort of off season. And I, and I see me and people were like, excuse me, are you, are you super? <laughs> they were like, look at me. And I'd be like, yeah, like, where are the abs? I'm like, right, if anything, I need to learn about nutrition just to be accountable for my bloody Instagram name. <laughs> Girl, every time I've seen you, I think the last time I saw you was in Hale. I think it was that a year ago. Yeah, And yeah. you've always got abs. Oh. You've always got abs, girl. Like, it's, take, so it's taken a while to kind of, but my focus, back to kind of prep and, and this, that, and the other, my focus went very much from dieting and training for, like, necessarily a look, which is kind of what it was to begin with. It was all about sort of quite extreme training whereas now it's more you know dieting to feel healthy to feel good Mm -hmm. like to really like you know what's going to be actually good for my body like you know with the yoga and things like that it's gonna you know what's because you know like I was you know I'd hammer weights I'd really hammer almost the point I was probably over training things like that and I just I really didn't didn't need to be doing that and then you'd end up getting so hungry that you couldn't fight the cravings then and you were just like you need to like eat the food and then you'd feel guilty and then you'd go really strict for the next few days and yeah. it, was all, it was all kind of a little bit too stressful and I just thought you know what like if I'm gonna do this I need to just make it a lifestyle and I know um, we talk about that a lot um in the fitness industry about really kind of making it part of something rather than adapting your life to suit you know a fitness plan or you know a workout schedule you need to think about what's going to make you happy in life and then making health you know just like an everyday occurrence and just make you know if anything adding more rather than thinking about what to take away from your life yeah I love that I love that approach how are you finding working with your new coach well I haven't actually started yet but I mean it's all very new but again the reason I took on a coach was just because I would be interested to see what somebody else would do with me mm-hmm. because I'm, you know, I am, I'm technically off season. I'm quite happy with how I look. I'm quite happy with just sort of maintaining where I've had that kind of, you know, that good solid six years of, of training. I can kind of just maintain quite low body fat easily, I guess, because of the muscle mass that I've kind of achieved. My metabolism is quite high, which is why people are like, how, how do you eat the way you do and still look like that? And they don't see, I mean, I am pretty consistent. I say 80% of the time, my, you know, my diet is, is dead clean, like, and, and I do genuinely enjoy it like that. Um, but then obviously where I, you know, train consistently and I still train consistently, it just gives you that, you know, that sort of metabolic boost. Yes, 100%. I think it's actually important. Yeah, and it's good for your head as well to be able to just relax and, and kind of, you know, have a life outside the gym, which and a lot of people don't assume that you have. And I don't know about you, but if I have a pizza, the yeah. next day sometimes I wake up and I am leaner. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird how your body reacts to it. Or, you know, or I just think, do you know what? If I know I'm going to have a pizza that evening, I'll just be like, yeah, I'm going to have a really good leg sesh today and I'm going to I'm going to enjoy that pizza. And, yeah. I, and I do, rather than, you know, when you go through phases of, for example, when you go on holiday and you just kind of eat what you want for maybe two weeks, like by the end of it, I'm a bit like, I'm not even enjoying the bad food anymore. Yeah. Because I'm a little bit like, oh. It's, it's how not, it makes you feel as well, right? Yeah, it's not just about how we look, but our mentality, not just our body composition, but it's yeah. how foods make us feel. And back to your previous point when you were studying and obviously you're now a nutritionist and like food is medicine. 
Oh, it is. It is. There's there's very few things I don't think you can cure with with nutrition or at least prevent. You mm-hmm. know, a bit of preventative measures and things like that. And I'm all about you know I'm learning a lot about kind of alkalizing the body and things like that. And just you know, just in, I kind of keep finding these miracle herbs. I'll tell you a good one. Um, uh, this one. Well, this might be down to my youth. This might help my my youth, but um. <gasps> There's a herb called astragalus roots. Oh, okay. Tell and tell us more. So this is, I mean, I I was like reading loads and loads of um, reviews on all these different um, drugs and things that they were using to treat people that had terminal illnesses, for example, because this is where you find it's quite interesting. You know, when the NHS get to a point where they can't offer people treatment, that's when all the, all the alternative therapies come in. And so they, they're trying all these herbal remedies to treat cancer and mm-hmm. diabetes. I mean, not that diabetes is terminal, but you know. Yeah, I mean? yeah. Um, and uh, so I like to do a lot of research on those kind of things. And my mum actually, she's fine now, but five years ago she had breast cancer, okay. and so that really prompted me to just kind of just study and study, you know, about cancer because I was, you know, reading all these really scary statistics about chemotherapy that it's like ninety six percent unsuccessful, and I thought, why would people be putting their bodies through this traumatic treatment? You know, if the success rate is so, so small. Um, so anyway, I was obviously reading loads and, and I was with a CBD oil company at the time and I'm really passionate about, about that whole side of things. And we're going to be working on that together, right, soon? Yes, yes, so we are. Thanks for the hook up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, I found all these like new drugs and herbs that they, they've been testing um, on people that have things like terminal cancer and they were putting, you know, having even better results than, you know, and these were people that had been told by the NHS, we can't do anything for you. And they were like, you know, they were sending these people's cancer into remission and these people were, you know, been given like six weeks to live and they're still alive Crazy. like three years later. So um, anyway, this one I found was, um, it was called a stragglers root and it was um, a really powerful immunity booster. But another one of the- I went straight on Amazon and ordered myself yeah. some of that. Another one of the attributes of this this herb was that it slows down the rate of DNA uh, damage or wear by 72%. Wow. So technically, you're slowing down the rate that your body and the cells in your body age by 72%. So I'm like, right. <laughs> go on, go on, go on. So how much do you take a day? Like... So- I mean, it's it's like a herbal, like little herbal capsules, and I think it says you can take like one to six. It's one of these ones where I don't, you know, one to six tablets up to like however many times a day. So it's quite you can. It's one of those ones where you can choose your own sort of dosage, and I think it's I take like four little capsules in the morning with you know my other little vitamin supplements, notes, and stuff. And yeah, and I, you know, I just Love think. It. It's crazy. This is this little tub of stuff, and then people are paying thousands of pounds for like face creams and Botox and stuff like that. And I think, well, that's probably actually going to be a lot better for you long term. Yes, but I think as well as people aren't like educated, like in that field, people aren't educated. Like we need to get more information like this, and you know, you putting the education, putting the knowledge out there for people because. Yeah, I just don't, personally, I don't think it's out there unless you go out and physically 
do the research or learn or become a nutritionist like yourself and I think your why was a massive factor because it was someone so close to you yeah that's made you want to go out there and do your research and you've got that emotional connection to it well I really I do like how kind of things are moving it's kind of now it's it's almost trendy to be fit and healthy whereas when I was you know a teenager and stuff it was like everyone just wanted to be skinny and it was almost more trendy to have like an eating disorder or something like that like that's Mm -hmm. what girls did to look good whereas now it's all the thigh gap do you remember that oh yeah exactly what is that all about you know people if if someone said you've got a big bum that was an insult you know I'll still like you know people are saying to me oh you've got a big bum and my mum will go don't say that Ah! off I want to take my nails off like I don't know if you go through those phases I usually go through it like every three months and I don't know if it's a spiritual thing or it's just like I feel cleaner when I've not got anything like attached to me or fake and then I feel free but then like two weeks later I'm like oh I need to get this shit back in I do not feel like good no I'll tell you what it is you'll have like I'll do it I'll have a week and I'll take zero pictures for Instagram (laughs) (laughs) I love the honesty I love the honesty I'm like right (laughs) I have to look good for is this your hair right now because it's gorgeous yeah. No extensions. No, I thought I looked like Wuzzle Gummidge this morning. <laughs> Mine dries like that. It dries like that beach wavy kind of yeah, way. Yeah. But yeah, I think that it's interesting. I mean, I feel more feminine. And because we're in the gym all the time, right? We, we've always oh, yeah, got you gym need low maintenance, on. don't you? You yeah. just want to kind of roll out of bed in the morning, scrape your hair back, but still kind of look presentable. Yeah, but then, I mean, I don't get out that much abs, to be honest. But if you are going like, on date night or you're going out with your girls or whoever it's nice to kind of feel good and I think you're probably like me as well you don't like wearing a lot of makeup like you just want to feel like quite clean and free and having lashes on or your extensions in you can just kind of like go out and feel a bit feminine but not too much and it's kind of that balance isn't it yeah yeah definitely are you going to get them back in or are you going to give them a bit of break I'm going to I'm going to try i'm kind of like i've been like right i love it it's getting it's getting there (laughs) it's so thick yeah well i thought i just wear like clippings for like nights out and then you know half of them end up on the dance floor (laughs) yeah 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 no yeah that's what i love about you as well abs you you have that balance from what i see on obviously social media and from what I know of you, you train hard, you eat well, you know, you've got a good family life, you've got your little girl, but then you know how to have fun. 
like yeah, I see oh like you, you have so much fun you go out with your girls and like I feel like you're never hung over though what's your secret well <laughs> I don't know how like maybe I just started Instagram that because it's not <laughs> awful no the hangovers they definitely they definitely get me so bad like I think what it is is in sort of like in my early 20s I could go out like every weekend and drink and and kind of you just you just get through it whereas now I don't actually drink that often so when I do go out it's generally quite a big night like we'll make a big deal up and I'll just and I just forget that like I have a couple of drinks and I'll be like oh I'm, I love this yeah. like, I feel really good <laughs> what's your go-to <laughs> drink like on a night out what would you be like my go-to drink is vodka and ginger beer oh that is a fantastic choice yeah, I mean I don't amazing. drink but I mean, I'm not teetotal. But if next time I do drink, I'm gonna have that because I love ginger beer. Yes. Well, when we're shooting, come down to London. We'll do a little shoot and have a. Oh bit my gosh! Night. Yeah, <laughs> that is on. Yeah, hundred percent. Because ginger's really good for nausea. Exactly. Well, this is the thing. I feel like because I don't drink that often, and I do suffer from bad hangovers. Like on the night, vodka and ginger beer is perfect. And as long as I don't mix my drinks, I'm not too bad the next day. But it's like when you've had about four drinks and then the shots come out and they seem like a good idea. <laughs> and then everyone's getting <laughs> excited. Yeah. And I get acupuncture once a week. I don't know if you've ever tried it. 
yeah, it's bit. insane, right? I've just had yeah. it before, um, before this as well, and that really helped. But it was you could just see the inflammation in my lower stomach. Yeah, that's the thing. When you are when the clean you eat, I remember the more sensitive you are to things that you're potentially intolerant to. Um, and I know, because a lot of people talk about food allergies and food intolerances now. Intolerances are where, you know, your body just potentially struggles slightly. I mean, you can still eat things, but, and, and also intolerances can come and go depending mm-hmm. on, you know, your health at the time. So like dairy, for example, you can, you can be lactose intolerant for say, you know, three years of your life and then you could not be. Yeah. And it can come and go, and I notice this because I, you know, I do love pizza, but I am like intolerant. So What's intolerant your favorite pizza? Dairy. Oh, um, there's one actually. I don't know if I pronounce it right. In fact, a def. Domino's. It's called like a spicy. I want to say nudger from nudger. Domino's. No, it's not. It's like, do you know what? I've actually the powers of Instagram. I've been working with a few local pizza companies. Oh. They've seen I love pizza, and they're like, "Oh, if we send you some pizzas, will you like stick it on your Insta story?" And I'm just like, "This is literally my goals, my My dream affiliation here. (laughs) So move over my protein." (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love that. I like that they're kind of like sourdough bases and they're stone bakes, and they do all these like fancy different toppings. Hey, abs, you need to get your own pizza brand out there. That's what I, I mean, think you see, perhaps pizza. Seriously, we can talk after this uh, this call, but you need to get that out there, like a healthy, tasty yeah, well, pizza. Cauliflower crusts look pretty good. I've seen them; they've got them in Waitrose. I thought I might buy buy one and have a little a little go at making maybe like a little sort of healthy version. Healthy, healthy version. And just but taking it back to food intolerances as well. I know myself. Uh, I do cycle in and out of them, so with eggs, sweet potato, but if I cut them out for anywhere between 10 days to four weeks, yeah. my body can tolerate them again. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, I actually recently did one of those hair strand tests, Ooh. and there's like quite a lot of, sort of controversy on the effectiveness of them, but that brought up quite a lot of strange things, but I, well, Earl Grey tea was one of them, and I've been drinking loads of this Earl Grey tea recently, I, I do love a cup of tea. It's usually when you nail a certain food, yeah, right? and I think it was almost like, rather than having an intolerance to it, I'd had so much of it that my body had started to kind of build up antibodies, to uh-huh. kind of be like, whoa, this is a little bit too much, um, mm-hmm. so I think that can happen as well. But again, yeah, it's just when you're super, you know, when you are healthy and you are clean with your diet, you are so in touch with your body and, you know, you can drink a fresh juice and you'll get a proper buzz off it, you know, mm-hmm. like rather because I, I wouldn't touch things like Red Bull or I don't, can't stand energy drinks, things like that. But if you give me like a, a really like an amazing raw juice, I feel like that will give me way more energy and a sustained energy without a crash. Love that. You know what I saw in Waitrose before, which you would love? It's a still ginger beer. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like you would love it, but it's like a juice and you can see all the ginger in the bottom of it. I feel like that's right up your street. And I feel like it was literally like a litre, 1.5 litres, and I checked and it's not all about calories, obviously, but there was only like 200 in the whole bottle for a juice. That is pretty good as well, right? Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, I do love a bit of ginger. It's such a good one. So taking it back as well, Abs, to WBFF, yeah. For anyone wanting to 
compete or they're thinking of competing, what would be your tips and what would you share with the people out there who want to achieve what you've achieved? Right. Well, first of all, it's so it's hard to kind of just give like a general, you know, one sentence statement because mm-hmm. there's so many different kind of aspects of competing and, you know, the whole prep and then the show day and then, you know, what do you do after the competition and, you know, everything you need to get. But I would say just really do it for you, like do it as a personal challenge you know it is a competition and it's really hard to kind of you know people that don't compete or that aren't in the fitness you know my parents for example they're still like so what it seems very superficial that you uh, just get up in a bikini on stage or just march for the way you look I mean Abigail you've got a brain I don't understand why you're doing that so it's kind of people you know don't understand it is it is a personal thing you can't it's not like a looks contest. You can't judge yourself by by your competition by the other girls. And I would just say, do it as a as like a as a challenge to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, get to really kind of push yourself and and, and see what you're capable of. Like, because um, the shows can kind of they can really go anywhere. I've had good shows. I've had bad shows. That generally the experience in itself is always quite enjoyable. And I will say for the WBFF. The girls that I compete with, I mean, you are as well, like they... Potentially. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, they're all friends. They're good girls. And, we, you know, we all really support each other. And it is like, you know, it is, it sounds dead cringy, but it is like kind of, you do have the WBFS family. And no, it's are, cute. Um, I love that. It's community. Yeah. That's what it's about. People, it's like-minded really people. And especially when, you know, we don't necessarily have the busiest of social lives doing what we do. It kind of gives us that little bit of a community, mm-hmm. you know, sort of within our industry. And, as, and, and again, sort of doing working from home and things like that. It's not like we're in an office of people all the time that we have the, you know, this, this relationship. Yeah, work. totally agree. Totally agree. So On that point, how do you kind of, what are your tips? I'm the same, like we work for ourselves. Kind of what are your tips for people who work for themselves and to, to kind of get out there and how do you handle just being in your own office? How do you motivate yourself? God, I, yeah, this is something I really struggle with because some days I just get so stir crazy and I almost feel like I have like this ADHD, like I'll sit down. Oh, I definitely have a little bit of that, but I, I embrace it. It's a gift. Yeah. I think um, on a spiritual perspective, people that uh, say they've got ADHD or whatever it may be, um, are just highly conscious, like they're another level. Yeah. Oh, I like this. <laughs> that is my view on it because their brain works so fast. Yeah. Maybe their physical body can't compute and their soul within. Yeah. It's got so much energy and whatever to give. It, it You know, I mean, I'm not even too sure on the actual, the whole concept and what people say but when people are in school and they're naughty or it's out of frustration yeah yeah true true I mean I do think it's it's one of those things they kind of just put in a pigeonhole and you know I don't really know too much about it but I I do feel like it's you know it's it's a need it's a desire for something you know more stimulating than obviously what you're doing and so rather than kind of kill that surely it should be explored and embraced totally yeah, but um, oh yeah, someday, I mean, some days I'm on it and I, you know, I gear myself up and I'm like, right, you've got a day on your own at home and you're writing nutrition plans. And some days I can just smash it and other days I'll sit down in front of my computer 
and then I just involuntarily just sort of find myself standing up and in a different room and I'll be like, what am I doing? <laughs> Sit back down. <laughs> a yeah, good little I- tip, Abs, actually. I learned this on one of my seminars with Charles Poliquin. So he, I used to go to a lot of seminars with him. And- oh, I love Poliquin, yeah, I love <laughs> incredible man what an intelligent incredible being but he we'd do the seminar it'd be a full day but he'd only talk for 40 minutes max then he'd be like go away do whatever grab a coffee have a snack go to the toilet be yeah. back at this time 10 minutes sat down so we'd do yeah. it in 40 minute blocks because that's how much information the human brain can hold before yeah. we start to think or our attention diverts to something else so potentially oh, interesting straight work 40 minutes get up snack oh, coffee maybe not Earl Grey excellent excellent tip I will try that because that actually would probably work better for me because I think it's almost you know it's almost like you know when you're doing cardio and you're just sort of clock watching <laughs> yeah I watch YouTube videos have you got a YouTube channel yet abs I haven't it's one of these things I keep I keep meaning to do it but I feel like my life is so busy just actually committing to kind of, you know, when you put so much of yourself out there already yeah. with Instagram and Facebook and, you know, everything, there's the Insta story now. And I feel like so much of my life is kind of documented already online that do I really want to put even more of myself out yeah. there? I get it. I get it. It is, it is one of those things that, you know, I'll be like, right, I'm going to do it this year. Or, I've you know, I've made YouTube videos. I've made it. But it's until I kind of feel like my life is a little bit less hectic, potentially. And You know what you could do, Abs, thinking about it? Yeah. You could just film five minutes talking about, you know, that herb. Oh, yeah. Like, like little short yeah. things, because I would find that really interesting. And yeah. you're sharing knowledge, like not necessarily yeah. you and your life, because I get it, we want to keep our personal lives Yeah, but close. just nutrition tips. Yeah. Nutrition tips. Hang tight for Super Abs Nutrition yeah, Tips yeah. YouTube channel show comes soon. Like a witch doctor. Oh, my gosh, yes. That needs to be. <laughs> like 100% well, all game like, like, no, I am 37 I'm not going to look like this forever I need to kind of maybe start going down a little bit more of the sensible route rather than having my button abs out no I love it oh my god I love it like I, I just love it I love it abs there was one <laughs> picture um, which, which is insane I think you're on the bath oh yeah yeah <laughs> that is insane I'm like yeah you've got some strong abs there no, girl yeah I mean that's one thing we can talk about is like as fitness models like there is like I don't know if you get it but I get a lot of stick for like having my kit off and this that and the other hey it's gonna hate girl it just means you're doing good oh yeah but I like I just want to so it's like like, I like honestly I'm I'm one of these people that's 90% of the time I'm naked anyway like I'm I'm not in a sex woman babes I just like to feel free in my own house you know I get it I get it but it's like so for me like being sort of like in in my underwear in a picture like that you know that there's nothing necessarily sexual about that that is just like this i'm a human this is my body you know i'm confident in my skin i work hard you know i'm you know i'm glad i appreciate the fact that i look like this and you know i love it it's it's inspiring yeah Yeah. like you're a mother put some bloody clothes on and I just think well no because I want my daughter to grow up thinking you know I'm you know I'm a confident beautiful woman and yeah. I don't, you know I do what I want not for, this isn't for anyone else this is just you know this is me this is 
<laughs> yeah, I love that. Like that's how we used to be. Um, oh, what did I listen to? I'm gonna have to send you it. I think it was an audible book, Twelve Commandments of Life or something, and it goes deep into Adam and Eve, and then Eve bit the apple, and then they felt that they had to wear clothes because they felt ashamed of their bodies and. It's taking it back to the deep roots. That's why I think you're an old soul, but that's probably a completely different topic. Um, oh, I love that. We'll have to get into that another yeah, time. <laughs> 100%. But, like, yeah, I mean, I sleep naked. I love being naked. I don't know why I'm, I'm thinking of there's a Friends episode. And is it Rachel that walks around the apartment naked because she's in the apartment on her own yeah, and she gets caught? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> she's like, she's got a towel and she's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's coming to my mind, but I feel like, oh my gosh, like that is incredible. Like own it and it's a yeah. body at the end of the day. And I think our bodies are everything they carry and guide us through this life in the physical form. And you know, <laughs> embrace it like you do. I just think, you know, it's all right for people to put their flashy cars on Instagram. Yeah, isn't it? put your it's flashy like, body on it, babes. You're driving around a Ferrari, but I got this. <laughs> you know, I'm quite hard for this. You know yeah, 100%. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. And I think because you're gorgeous, you have an amazing body, you're successful, you do get prejudged. <laughs> Can't hear this, but my hair's swelling. <laughs> I mean, I'm the same, babes. I'm the same, but you, you do get prejudged. And I've, you know, I've had it before, like, maybe not got particular sponsorships or not been taken on with certain brands because oh no you look too much like this and I'm like well no I'm actually quite knowledgeable and I do yeah. invest in my education yeah. as well yeah. just take the time oh 100% I honestly I've got to say I absolutely love your content because you are really Thank doing you. it for girls because not only are you an absolute little stunner no. but you are proving that it's not all about looks you know you really have an amazing amazing spirit and amazing character oh thank you so knowledgeable honestly and i think but the thing is with you know there's so many programs on tv like was love island and you know well there's nothing against it but it's almost i have a daughter and i think there's so much pressure on girls and to be just judged purely for the way they look yeah and, it, and it's almost encouraging them it, you know you don't have to be intelligent you don't have to have a career you don't have to know you know you just have to look a certain way and that's going to get you fame and fortune and followers and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really, you know, why are we doing this? Because these people, nothing against them. They're all gorgeous girls. Yeah. It should be about, you know, not more than just your looks. It should be about, you know, because what actually draws you to somebody after the, you know, we're not all going to look like this forever, are we? You know, we're going to get old and, you know, you should be drawn to people's yeah. energy characters and, and what you can learn from from people so that to me is the most attractive thing is when someone has something about them that interests me or they have a knowledge like you know they can teach me something and I feel like people like you you know you're, you're really educating girls to you know in a, in a really positive way and I think you know the world needs more of that it needs more like body confident I intelligent, think strong women with that as well abs it does take confidence now I've had people take the mick out of me for doing things like grounding like three years ago and now they're doing it. And I think you have to have a tough, be a tough cookie yeah. to yeah. put yourself out there. You'll know this. 
Yeah. And I have a couple of clients that have been on Love Island, but they're tough cookies. And I think yeah. it's scary because people... But that's the thing. They probably didn't even show the fact that these girls, had, you know, were intelligent. Yeah. Because, I mean, I it's don't know if you've been in the media a few times myself. And I've done interviews for, you know, magazines or newspapers. And, you know, I've done all this kind of thing. And I just think I've said some really intelligent things here but all they want to talk about is you know what I sleep in you know do I sleep naked or just give me something stupid that you know or do you sleep naked out you burn in the bedroom then and I'm just like no don't over sexualize everything entertainment isn't it so that it gives them more media they're not kind of promoting you know because I think if they did you know flip the whole thing on its head and actually gave people a bit more information and a bit more like you know aspirations to learn stuff and to kind of develop themselves not in a superficial way but just the, the inside I think that would you know just be a really good way to go yeah but, no 100% I agree totally I agree so what are kind of the next steps what does 2019 hold for superbs oh I feel like we're already halfway through the year we are <laughs> The rest of 2019. I feel like the last the last couple of years have been such a whirlwind. It's like I've just been so busy just trying to juggle, you know, even just maintaining life, you know, career, motherhood, you know, all this. Um, Are you coming to the My Protein um, event as well? I think it, is it later at the end of June? It's, a, um, I'm going to say like one of those total ninja things. Oh, that sounds good. Are you going to come? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely Yeah, good. That. Okay, okay. That'll be fun. Anyway, yeah, sorry, continue. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm kind of thinking, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I won't compete because it, it is, a, you know, it is an option. But um, I feel quite, you know, I'm happy with where I'm physically, mentally. I feel in a really good place at the minute. So it's kind of like I feel quite lucky that, you know, where I am, I've managed to kind of maintain quite a good shape that I could make decisions a little bit more last minute rather mm-hmm. than kind of plan to do things and I'm one of these people that sometimes when I commit to something or uh, I might talk myself out of it or I might think you know I'm not sure if I'm gonna actually want to do that near the time so I kind of just focus on like more like living in the present rather than because I think the thing is when you set too many future goals you kind of it becomes all about getting there rather yeah. than kind of enjoying what you're doing right now totally and, agree and i say honestly at the minute i am just you know i'm in a good place i'm just kind of getting through my weeks you know making little plans here and there i love it um, I mean, yeah, you are like, just I mean, that good energy working on a website and things like that i mean that's that's just work issues but no no major major plans at the so minute. I, th- I feel like this witch doctor thing could be a thing for you as well I do, I do. yeah definitely well I'm you know I'm, I'm writing an ebook at the minute and um just because at the minute I don't know you've got um have you got like a generic workout plan out at the minute or do you just do I, I personalize most if not all of my programs to yeah. the clients i do have a strength guide out and that's got kind of basic movements and it's a good little yeah. option you know people that are starting to get into fitness and all that yeah. kind of stuff but personally i do tailor my programs and workouts to the individual yeah. but i think it's important to have you know just like a little even like a starter e-book yeah. guide See, to people I'm who exactly the same like all my clients are everything's like one-on-one it's all very personalized because 
you know, when I first got into this, I thought, well, how can I possibly do something that's going to suit everyone? But definitely now, I've, you know, where I've learned more, and especially with the nutrition side, there's a lot that I could sort of teach the masses, especially on nutrition mm-hmm. and women, especially. Um, that I have decided to write an ebook Ooh, that, I excited gonna, for this. that I am going to release, and it's going to have all sorts in it. I'm really, you know, all my little, all my little tips. So maybe once that's done, it will be, you know, hopefully I'll get a little bit of a buzz about it, and if people have questions and things, I can then start to do things like, you know, YouTube. YouTube videos, so maybe a little <laughs> seminar as well. Abs on the cards potentially. When can it's we expect the ebook? Um, I'm hoping. I mean, in a, the next few months, I think it'll be finished and out. I need to start plugging it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm excited for this. Abs, very oh, excited. Thank you. And just tell everyone, kind of, what are your three life rules or life mottos or words of wisdom to right. live by? Get eight hours of sleep a night. Oh, love it. <laughs> I do love my sleep. Drink three litres of water a day. Love it. And be happy. Laugh lots. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. <laughs> Honestly, life is about just feeling happy. And for me, happiness and health come hand in hand. So that's why I do love doing what I do. But it is just, it is really like life isn't about, you know, pushing you to do things that you don't enjoy. It's really about, just being happy, you know, and feeling good. 100% and for me, abs. You know, for, for me, health makes me feel good. But yeah, it is. It's just um, life too short. It's too short to spend it just being miserable. It's You've just got to find what makes you happy and just roll with it. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. And abs, where can people find you online? Super abs, pretty much everywhere. Just do um, yeah just instagram and facebook i'm just pretty much super apps google it you'll find me <laughs> potentially youtube in the future yeah well i have got do you know i've got i have got a youtube channel i'm not actually sure what's on it i put on um in fact there's a video of my daughter as as i think like a little two-year-old playing with a dog our dog at the time and this video went viral for some reason it's had over like a million views i think it must have been featured on some strange japanese tv <laughs> channel or something because it's it's nothing special it's viral like, viral well thank you so much abs for taking the time to come on the show today and thank one last thing me. what are you having for dinner tonight inspire me for dinner, for dinner i'm gonna have salmon baked sweet potato bit of spinach yeah i think that's it i think that's it okay like it nice and healthy any dessert on there abs um I've, do you know what i've just had this this is kind of my shake as my like little sweet thing of the day really for breakfast i generally have like a pancake so that's a sweet thing and then post-workout i'll have a shake made with some some fruit and that kind of gets rid of my sweet cravings generally okay. so evening i'm quite good really unless you know unless i'm gonna have a cheat and then i will you know have pizza followed by copious amounts of nutella i'm quite like I, I do like fruit if i have sweet cravings after dinner i just have a bit of mango or something Ooh, mango's my favorite you need yeah. to send me the link for the collagen please abs and the yeah. herb that stragglers fruit yeah definitely yeah. On it, well on thank it. you so much wow thank you. And I will hopefully I'll catch you in hail soon as well, babe. Yeah, definitely soon. Well, hopefully at the end of this month for the for the shoots. Yeah, as well. perfect. Bam. Love you lots. Bam. Bam.
today's episode with Abby Pal, aka Super Abs. Now, if you guys want to win a free coaching call with me, all you've got to do is subscribe to my podcast channel and leave a review. So that's to win a free coaching call with me. And I will be picking a winner once a week. So leave those reviews, guys. I really appreciate it. And until next time, stay happy and stay healthy.